Five minutes after 7 o'clock, my guest in the studio tonight is Apostle Linda Koboto. How are you, ma'am? Very welcome. Ma'am Linda, you talk about the kingdom approach. Yes. And before we get into the kingdom approach, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Let's talk about the VUGA Foundation and what it does. All right. VUGA Africa Foundation um, heralds a message of hope, of healing, of restoration, of not just South Africa, but Africa. That is why it's VUGA Africa. And it takes this message in song, in dance, and in print, as well as in word. We preach the message, we write the message, we sing the message, we dance the message. Because this message is speaking to Africans. And Africans are people of rhythm. In actual fact, I don't know if you know, our redemptive gift as South Africa is worship. Wow. And so we are gifted in song as this nation because that's our redemptive gift. So if you understand that, you will understand the value of bringing the message in song. Mm. Then this message we are bringing to say God is going to heal. God have hope, first and all. Yes. of all and God is going to heal you because we need a lot of healing and God is going to restore you you lost a lot you lost land you lost relationships you lost a lot of things and God is saying I'm going to restore and so VUCA Africa therefore goes calling Africa to arise to lead this process of restoration Mm. and to rebuild our lives, our families, our nations, our cities, our nations, our continent. Now, Mama, you talk about the fact that money is not necessarily the solution to dealing with a lot of South South Africa's problems. Yes, uh, the Bible says money is an answer to, to things, but really money is not all. What we need is the kingdom of God. And we need to understand what the kingdom is. The kingdom of God is the rulership of Christ in the lives of the people here on earth. Uh, We read in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, that uh, Jesus Christ, when he was teaching his disciples to, to, to pray, he says, pray and say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Mm. Thy will be done. Now, when the kingdom of God comes upon your life, what it means is that Jesus Christ comes, you you receive the kingdom, you possess the kingdom, and you enter the kingdom, and Jesus Christ rules in your life here. And when Jesus Christ rules in your life, you do the will of God. Because whatever is happening in your life is not necessarily the will of God. But when the kingdom comes, the will of God comes. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is righteousness, is peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Mm. And whenever the kingdom comes, deliverance comes, healing comes, which goes back to what Voca Africa is, is saying, is bringing a message of healing. Healing the hearts of people, healing the ills of the past so that we may move forward as you look at South Africa now uh, we are moving forward but we are still in the past Yes. because you see 
by the songs that we sing. You see, by the the strategies that we use to show resistance to things that are not going well, uh, you know, in our nation, then you see that we have not moved. We need to move. We, so we need to heal so that we can move forward. How do we heal, though? Because, I mean, if you just look at the current issues, for instance, of the statues that have been dominating social discourse lately, it goes back to issues of people saying, this is my heritage and others saying, but this pains me and it hurts me. And it's part of my healing. And others are saying, but I feel that you are removing my heritage and you're hurting me. So we've not yet even gone to a place where we can start finding a, a common identity as South Africans because we're coming from two such polarized ends and yet we're trying to meet each other and there's resistance in many ways in terms of how do we start finding each other and so as we South Africans are trying to locate each other where do faith communities come in to try and help and facilitate that journey? In actual fact coming to what is happening currently you know uh, the, what I've received is that this is the time that the church should arise and help the young people who are rising up against uh, these statues that are hurting them when they look at them. Mm. Because all these things are spiritual. Even these statues is not just decoration, can you? Mm. It is, it, they have spiritual significance. They are altars, actually, and they are ungodly altars that represent an economic oppression that was established, for instance, by roots. Some are, are, are representing apartheid that was established by the architects of apartheid. And they're putting, they put those, they were not confused when they were putting those statues. It was not just to beautify South Africa. So it's the church that understands those issues. Is the church that understands issues of altars. Is the church that is supposed to teach people to understand that there are people who are worshipping other gods and they raise altars to draw power from them and to worship their God. But we as the kingdom of God or as the body of Christ, we are supposed to raise altars unto the Lord. And in fact, in the book of De Deuteronomy chapter 7, when Moses was preparing the children of Israel to enter Egypt, he says, when you enter the land, the first thing you must do, you must demolish the altars of the people who were previously there. Because those altars are ungodly altars. That's the first thing. If you don't, there will be a snare to you. So you find that what, we, what has happened now, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a Joshua generation that is rising up against uh, ungodliness, unrighteousness, injustice, so that there may be transformation, true transformation and change. But what they need is the church now. We need teaching priests. We need your, your Moses company. We need your Ezra company. That is going to teach the young people the word of the Lord and teach them how to deal with those things spiritually as much as physically. Mm. 
Very interesting perspective you're bringing. 0891 is the number you can use right now. We're chatting to Vuga Africa founder or Apostle Mamalinda Koboto. And we're having a conversation about how spirituality and the faith communities can come together to really be relevant and at the center of the social reconstruction of our community today to start dealing with a lot of the social ills that we have. We'd love to hear from you on 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207. Let's talk to what you talk uh, or what you describe as a kingdom approach. Yes. Um, you know, Jesus Christ came here to redeem us, to save us. But there's something that we have not really dealt with much as the church, the kingdom. Because we must look at, he came and he preached one message. Mm-hmm. From the beginning of his ministry until he ascended, he was preaching one message, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And he taught that message throughout his ministry here on earth. Why did he do that? Because when God created mankind in the beginning in Genesis 1, he made, he created them male and female and um, he gave them dominion over every, over creation, over the fish of the sea and so on and so on. Bless them and said multiply. That dominion is the kingdom. Because kingdom is power, kingdom is authority of God, mm-hmm. kingdom is, 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 is dominion. So, Jesus Christ was coming to redeem us, but he was coming to restore us what we lost. Because because of sin, not only did we lose fellowship with God, uh, but we also lost the dominion we were given. So we lost the kingdom. So he knew that there's no way you're going to get the kingdom without being saved. So he came to reconcile us to God, but he came to restore the kingdom back to us so that we may have dominion here on earth. But we must come under his rulership so that he may delegate his rulership to us. So there is a way the kingdom has principles and all of that. So there is a way of doing things the kingdom way, not the world way. The world has taught us whatever it has taught us. But Jesus Christ came to teach us the kingdom. And he said, yes. Let me take some calls for you on 0891-104-207. 0891-104-207 is the number you can use. Solomon, you're in Fryhead. Good evening. Good evening, please. Hi, Solomon. Okay. Um, I believe that you would like to speak to my guest and just encourage her. Of course, you're correct, man. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Um, you said this is who? Uh, um, Apostle Linda Kobodo. Apostle Linda Kobodo. Yes. I just want to say. Oh, uh, Solomon, your phone is breaking mm. up. Maybe just turn around or do something because we can't really hear you. How is it now? Hello? How is it now? Yes, okay. it's better. It's clear now. Mm. Okay. You know what? Apostle Kobodo, uh, uh, I want to say to you, please teaching the word of God and uh, what I want to say to the people outside there is Solomon your phone is breaking up badly my brother please please try and maybe get another phone or 
stand in a place where you've got better reception. We'd love to hear from you right now. We cannot hear you at all. Your phone is breaking up. Please do try and, and give us a call back. Eddie in Ordendals Ross, good evening. Hi, my sister. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, very interesting show, Red. Um, in this case, we need such uh, such ways because we are in trouble. We are in danger as Christians. And in fact, as humanity, let me not be specific. As humanity, we are in danger. But the thing that we did, these are the results of neglecting who we are and neglecting of our the character of the person that we profess to be following, especially Jesus Christ. You know, if we were all following in his stead, one is of the uh, of the hope that this will be a better world to live in. Because Christ was everything um, to the needy, he was the provider, you know. And if you can go back to that, maybe we need to have a lecture on Christ. Um, maybe that's another suggestion I'll make. Let's have a lecture on Christ so that everyone uh, from different religions will see that Christ is the center of our life. We need to go back to that. I'm sure, I'm telling you now, South Africa will be a small paradise. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Eddie. On our SMS line, Dumile says, if this country can be ruled by Christians, things may become right for politicians have failed dismally. Now, <laughs> those are the views of our callers, and you can also give us your views on 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207. Mam Linda, you know, we talk about a kingdom approach to, to, you know, dealing with society's ills, and we're living in a country right now where Christianity has been taken out, you know, in terms of describing the country, and they say it's a secular country, and that we're no longer a Christian country. So... As you can see, we've already moved away from recognizing, you know, the Christian faith because we live in a multi-faith society. So how do we use a kingdom approach to deal with uh, ills that are affecting people, both religious and non-religious, and even those who are religious who are not Christian? You know, um, Jesus Christ came to such a society when he came on this earth. There were Pharisees, there were Sadducees. There were all manner of people. There were people unbelievers and all of that. But he never moved. He never wavered. He preached one message because he knew that what people needed was the kingdom of God. And um, he taught this message to his disciples and he sent them and said, Go to every city that you go to. Say to that city, The kingdom of God has come to you. And that's what I'm saying now. South Africa, the kingdom of God has come to you. And he said, Say that and heal the sick there. And so South Africa needs healing, and healing is in the kingdom. Yes. Everything we need is in the kingdom. That is why he taught and preached that message. Now, when he taught this message, he taught principles, as I said. Uh, he taught principles of love. Love, n- love your neighbor, love even your enemy. Mm. So it doesn't matter who the person is. The instruction from the Lord is love. Love your God, love people. No matter where they come from and so on. It is through the love that will win the people. Mm. Because at the moment, whatever faith the people are, they need healing. 
at the moment whatever faith the people are in they need the kingdom and so uh, how we what we must do is to continue to preach this message and as we preach this message as the people and teach this message disciple the people the thing that we have failed to do is to disciple the people even in the church we have been preaching the kingdom the message of salvation and not the message of the kingdom and yet the Christ that we follow as this uh, gentleman was saying that what we need we need Christ if Christ and even the message that we've received now it's true but what we need to understand is that Jesus Christ taught the kingdom and he discipled people he made them his disciples and he sent them to go we have that mandate as well which is the great commission that we are supposed to to go and disciple the nation starting with South Africa let's take more calls 0891104207 Solomon and Friday to back with us thank you very much good evening good evening to you ma'am wow that's uh, great uh, can you hear you loud and clear okay thank you Go ahead. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'm so impressed by the um, apostle there. So, but what I want to say to her, to her and to the nation as a whole, really, really, fully speaking, uh, miracles are real. Healing uh, 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 through Christ is real. It does happen. It happened with me in 2008 when I was involved in a car accident. I was broken my leg. But what I can tell you, uh, miraculously, unbelievably. I never felt pain until I was healed completely, although my healing took a long time. But what I want to say to the people outside, through, that, uh, through the apostle, so healing is real. Christ is alive. Christ is real. So that's all I, what I want to say. Please carry on, apostle, and make people ask, uh, 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 are able to contact you you can give us the contact numbers uh, at the end thank you Apostle thank you so much uh, Solomon in Freyhead we'll go back to Apostle to respond in a moment let's go to Edgar in the Pau good evening Edgar hello good evening Apostle ah, Edgar switch off your radio please I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry can you hear me now yes all thank the way off much, don't Apostle. just turn down the volume Switch it all the way off. Okay, it's turned, it's turned off. Okay. Sorry, okay. apologies. Okay, Apostle, I just want to say very, very, very much uh, 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 thank you for the good work that you're doing for the kingdom. Uh, I know that you are blessed already because God gave you the authority to move, and wherever you go, you are already blessed in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also like to add and say, we as a country have the potential to reach our optimal growth in Christ. Why so? Because if we all study the spirit of the fruit, the, the fruits of the spirit, sorry, we will see that um, our life will be so much better if we learn to love, to grow mm. the spirit of the, uh, the fruits of the spirit. And it, it means that even if Vuka would be at the core of delegating how to live in the spirit of the fruit, um, God will bless us immensely because that's the core principles. And God bless you for whatever you are approaching, Apostle. I will pray for you. We will always acknowledge the good work that the disciples of God is doing in the, in the field. Mm-hmm. God bless you and stay blessed. Amen. 
Thank you. Thank Amen. you so much. A wonderful message there. 0891 Vile in East London. Good evening. Hi, Vile. Hi, hi, Kanye. Hi, you're live on air. Yes, um, good evening to the Apostle Day and good evening to your listeners. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Kanye, uh, the Apostle is bringing a very interesting uh, thing here, the approach uh, of the kingdom, or the kingdom approach, as she, as she put it. Mm. I think... Uh, that is what becomes necessary at this stage because we have been preached to, we have been taught things, and unfortunately, the the principles of the kingdom as such have have not been have taken a a background, have not been uh, exposed. We have not been like if I'm in business, I don't know how a kingdom business is supposed to be operating. If I am in employment as a nurse, I don't know how a nurse uh, that is subscribing to the kingdom is supposed to be operating. So we have been socialized with the systems that are are prevailing. Mm-hmm. It then becomes necessary, therefore, that we get programs of such nature uh, uh, that Vuka Africa is bringing, so that we we who are in the majority the effects of the kingdom can be felt by the nation. Yes. Otherwise, now we, we, we are spread thin. We are many, but we are few because we have no impact. I think what makes us not to have an impact is the fact that the effects of the kingdom, per se, we have not grasped them. Mm. And so we operate. I will run my business like an, a normal corporation is not... Uh, it's not a kingdom business, they say, but it's it's a business that is run by a person who is a Christian. Uh, I will go and teach. I'm I'm not a kingdom teacher, they say, but I'm a teacher who is a person who subscribes to the principles of the kingdom. But in terms of application, yes, we we have not been really schooled and or or if I use the apostles' term, discipled to to that. So. Hence, our Christianity may be found wanting on a lot of things, and we don't offer solutions mm. as maybe Christ would when when he was uh, on earth. I think that is what I would appeal to the apostle, or appeal to people who are subscribing to this philosophy of the kingdom approach. That right. Let that be, be taught to us. Okay, Vienna, I'm going to end it there. Thank you very much. We appreciate your comments. 0891-104-207, 0891 Dr. Queenstown, good evening. Good evening, Kanye. Thank you for taking my call. Um, and I just, I was just calling to say thank you to Umama for the revelation of what is really going on with these statues going down and what they represent and everything. Mm. It, it was really a great revelation because I've been asking myself, I should have been asking God, but I've been asking myself uh, what is going on. And it would be nice to get to understand more as well what the Moses generation to, to needs to do to assist uh, the Joshua generation. And there was also a caller saying that if Christians would rule this country, things would be better. And I beg to differ. Because as Mama said, the church needs healing. And the harvest is ready, God is ready, but the church needs to cry out to God first for their healing because our land will not be healed unless the church is healed. 
and that the state the church is in right now, we cannot be healed unless, I mean, Second uh, uh, Chronicles 7.14 says, uh, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, then God will hear from heaven and heal our land. God is ready, and South Africa needs to cry out to believers for our healing as believers first so that our country is healed. Thank you so much, Mama, for, for your obedience to God. Thank you so Thanks. much, Paul. Thank you, Sister Paula. Thank you so much, Mama. Um, you know, when she mentions and quotes this song, I mean, to me it's a song because we have, we have that scripture as a song, as one of the songs that we are singing uh, as we do. As we go, what we are doing now, Nopolo, I mean, uh, Kanye, that I've not said, is that we are going around the nation. Uh, we've been to Cape Town last month. We are now going to the Eastern Cape. We'll be in Bishaw on the 17th for a trade mission on the matter of doing business God's way and going there to call people. We're we we saying, because if we're going to call Africa to arise, let's start in, on our backyard. Let's start in our nation. And therefore, we're going from province to province, yes. calling business people yes. and those who are aspiring to, to do business to look like, for instance, in the Eastern Cape, let's look at what would build the economy of the Eastern Cape. Mm. How do we do business the kingdom how do like Villa was saying yes. kingdom business because what we need is to raise kingdom business people yes. so we'll be having a trade mission in Bishop in the Eastern Cape on Friday and then on Saturday night we'll have a concert where we sing the message of healing we sing the message of restoration now to talk about the principles I will just say lead, uh, uh, ask people to read Psalm 15 you know, Psalm 15 gives some principles of who will dwell in the, in the presence of the Lord. It's the person who walks uprightly, who works righteousness, who speaks the truth in his heart. And it goes on to say, who does not put out his money at usury, nor does he take bribes against the innocent. So you see, the way of doing business the kingdom way is that you don't get into corruption, you don't do bribes, you get work because of uh, the, the, the skills that you have and the abilities that you have and the experience that you have. But you don't buy, you don't put money under the table and all of that. So you, if you can have business people who would stand for the truth, who stand for righteousness, who, stand, who would fear God, not fear people. Because when you're now doing a deal, it's between you and the person you're doing a deal with. We don't know, but God knows yes. that you've taken a bribe. I've got a very interesting message here on uh, my Facebook page, Kanyuma Kubani SAFM, and they are responding to our discussion. Siandam Da is saying, what the Lady Apostle Koboto is saying is very true, and it speaks to the current situation in the country. When democracy took over in South Africa, the gods of the apartheid regime remained standing and that resulted to some of the problems that the country is facing. However, it is, import it is important not to entangle ourselves in the affairs of this world. We need stable and consistent teachers of the word of God. The flock of God is not well fed. That's Sianda coming there. Yes, Sianda is right. Yes, the, I think it was not Paulo who was saying what what did the Moses company do? Mm. The Moses company, if you remember, 
there was a time when Joshua was fighting and Joshua was in the valley and Moses was on the mountain and he lifted his hands. Every time he lifted his hands, he won. When his hands were tired until uh, he and uh, Aaron lifted his hands, what was he doing? He was praying. So we need to pray for the young people. We need to pray for our nation. We need, our nation needs prayer. I cannot overemphasize. And we don't need to just pray. We need to understand strategic prayer. We need to understand spiritual warfare. We need, you know, I've just come from a conference in, in Kenya uh, uh, of the prayer movement, continental prayer movement. And one of the messages was for us to possess the land like the children of Israel possess the land of Africa. We need to, to teach our each generation uh, how to fight battles and win. And what that means is we need to, sp to, to teach people spiritual warfare. Let me take a caller. Trevor in Boxburg, good evening. Good evening, Kanye, how are you? Very well, thank you, Bob. I'm well, thanks. Kanye, I'm a first-time caller on the radio. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Kanye, I just wanted to make two very quick comments. And the one was um, to just say thank you to, to the apostle that is on the show today. You know that now, now nowadays you have many people that carry the title of an apostle, but very few actually function as, as an apostle, you know. And the apostle you have on the show today is truly functioning as an apostle because she goes out and she brings the true words, the true doctrine from the Lord and I know a lot of people may not fully grasp what she says right now but it's something you accept it and then you know over time you research it and you'll truly understand that was the first one and the second thing can you it was just to to say you asked the question how can we um, bring how can we take a kingdom approach in, in you know if we're living in a country that is not Christian or that is seen as you know that accepts all faiths can you the time has gone when um, you carry a Bible to, to, to the office mm. and you actually have to preach and minister and, you know, quote scriptures. But the time now has come, Kanye, where we live out the Word. We need to become the Word. The yes. scripture needs to become in us. So when we're in the workplace, people need to see the way we do things, yeah. that we are different, that we don't take pride, mm. that we take a stand against unrighteousness and unrighteous things in the workplace. Mm. Yeah. And then they will ask us, how do you do that? Yes. And it's very much to bring the kingdom to, to it. So, Kanye, those are just my comments. Wonderful, Thank Trevor. You. Thank you very much. And I think that what Trevor is saying, just, you know, moving on from his point, is that the more people take a stand, because, I mean, there are people who don't believe that you can do business without being corrupt, yet I personally know very, very successful people in business whose principles are exactly that. Yes. They can tell you, ah, I don't even lose sleep over a deal that I lose because I have to be corrupt because I fear the Lord yes. more than anything. And because of the favor of God upon my business, I am even doing more than the people who are corrupt and, and, and are cutting corners. My business is more successful. My business is thriving. My business is successful because the favor of God is upon it. And I think that's something we don't realize, that the favor of God supersedes any amount of corruption exactly. you can do. It opens doors where others don't even know, how did you get in there? You know, we've been trying, we've been trying, and here you are. Because, you know, when you stand up for righteousness, you attract 
the favor of God. You're now talking about the favor of God, Kanye. I'm reminded of a scripture in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, from verse 3 to, to 4, mm. that says, um, somewhere else, uh, I think it's, it's Psalm 25, it talks about the ways of the Lord yes. are mercy and truth. Yes. And then this uh, proverb says, uh, do not allow mercy and truth to forsake you. Mm. Bind it around your neck, write it on the tablets of your heart. Then you will find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and men. When you stand for the truth, you will have the favor of God. So it, there is no, it's just fear that makes people to, though Christians, mm. to start shaking. And yet we're not given a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So do not fear, children of God, to, to, to be known that you don't take bribes. People can take their, their, their deal. It's fine. God will give you what belongs to you. But, you know, the more the people, but I want to follow up on the, on what the, the, the last caller was saying, Trevor, that people, all of us are called. And we're called in different ministries, in different sectors. You have a role to play in your workplace. Yes. And that is why the issue of discipleship becomes critical. Because if we, the ministers, were discipling the people, I always say to people, uh, Sunday doesn't prepare us for Monday to Friday. We preach nice sermons. When people are confronted with issues of unrighteousness and injustice and all manner of things that work on Monday, they don't know how to cope. So we disciple people and we teach them, as I say, spiritual warfare, strategic prayer, altars, all of those things, so that they go to work and they are equipped. We teach them the kingdom. We make them disciples of Christ because Christ never said we must make members. He said, make disciples. Go ye to the whole world and make disciples of nations. So people, we need to disciple the people that God has brought to us and make them disciples of Christ so that they can go to work on Monday and walk as disciples mm. and, 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 and manifest Christ so that people can see Christ. And this thing of our nation being multi-faith, we should stand up against that because, you know why? Because this nation is majority Christian, about 70-something percent or 80 percent Christian. How can an 80 percent Christian nation be a secular nation? It means the church is not playing our role. We are not playing our role as the church to be a prophetic voice in the nation. And that is our role, to be the prophetic voice. Because if we were doing our part and being that prophetic voice, no nation, no government would decide the, the nation is, I mean, our, our nation is secular. Because all that they will see is the power and the glory of God through that majority, which majority we are. Wow. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I wish I could just let you go on and on. And on. <laughs> um, Mama, can you give us some details, maybe a website? How do people get hold yes, of Buga Africa Foundation, an email, a number? Okay. Uh, website, www.vogaafricafoundation.co.za. Vuga Africa. Africa with a C. Mm-hmm. Foundation.co.za. Uh, email info dot vocal africa foundation dot co 
Wonderful. Thank you so, so much for just joining us and just letting us glean off your wisdom. And you say your next road um, is, uh, you, I don't, don't want to say it's a road show, no. but <laughs> you are on a, a, tour, a mission. So you're on a mission. Yes. Where is your next mission going? Next to be? mission is at Bishop at the community church in Bishop. On Friday is the trade mission, which is the business forum. Invited this coming weekend. This coming Friday on the 17th of April. Okay. We start at 9. We're inviting business people and aspire, uh, people who are aspiring to, to be involved in business. We want to look at what can, how, where are the opportunities in the Eastern Cape? How can people access those opportunities? How can they access funding to be involved in developing the economy? We are saying, come, let's come together, let's trade. Africa, let's do intercontinental trade. Let's trade South Africans, trade with other African nations. Let's take charge of our economy. Thank you so much, Mama. If you'd like more information, that email is info at Foundation.co.za.